You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Welcome to Sports Day with Gary Belcher and Scott Sattler. A couple of footy legends covering all things sport. For Kia, the all-new Kia Sorento has landed. And Red Energy for 100% Australian electricity and gas. G'day listeners, g'day Scotty Sattler, Gary Belcher here joining you with you on a Thursday night. Uh, exciting night because the State of Origin teams have been named, Sats. Yes. Um, a little bit later than we're used to, but these are exceptional And bigger squads as well, Badge. Yes. Yeah. Well, I just noticed your t-shirt. Is that Jason Statham? So on my shirt here, I've got a scene from Snatch, one of my favourite movies. Uh-huh. Brad Pitt and Jason Statham. It's when Mickey, which is the, the role that... Uh, the role that Brad Pitt plays as the as the boxer, yep, sitting in the corner with a with his hat on, a cigarette in his mouth. And it's a very cool shirt. Yeah. Where do you get this stuff from? Byron Bay. There's a place called. I don't uh, mention Mooses. Yeah. Okay, Mooses. Mm. Right. Any any anything you want put on a shirt. Hit they them put up it on. for a bit there of sponsorship. Go. Good on you. This is Sports Day, uh, mind you, for uh, for Kia, the all new Kia Sorento. Has landed, uh, yeah, the Origin teams. We're going to run through those in a little while. Sats, so no big surprises there, but. Uh, don't know if I agree with all of them, but that's never going to happen, of course. Badge, can I – the 27 players that each team has named, Queensland, New South Wales, do you think that game two could possibly look different to game one with your team makeups because they've got more players? Yeah. The season's been a lot different to others, a little bit more arduous than, than years gone by. Can I say I think it depends on results mm. more than anything else. Um, you know, results are going to, uh, for either side, are going to uh, dictate whether there's many changes or not, and injuries, of course. Yeah. Um, our hot topic. Now, um, the national anthem was not going to be played or sung before State of Origin. Yes. Now, before you jump up and down, they've actually reversed it. I don't know if this decision or when this decision had been made. Do you remember last year during the Origin series, uh, some Indigenous players didn't sing the national anthem. Which and, is fine. Uh, as they're right. And I don't think there was any major backlash. Um, just recently, we had talk about the uh, the Wallabies not taking, uh, talking about not taking a knee. Yep. Oh, sorry, or taking a knee during the uh, national anthem. That's not going to happen. Uh, but anyway, the, the, there was a plan to uh, abort the state of uh, the national anthem, uh, Advanced Australia Fair, before state of origin. And that has been uh, kiboshed. It will be happening. Yes. But it does open up that chat, and we had a, a bit of a heated chat before, Sats, as we always do. Um, should the national anthem be played just automatically, not debatable, before every major sporting event? Mm. Should it be? Uh, and I know some people think not. I'm not a massive fan of the actual anthem, but that's not what we're talking about here. I reckon at some stage we should change it and recognise, uh, you know, our Indigenous past better and, and get something that's got a little bit of grunt to it because it's a pretty boring song for mine. 
um, and that might fire a pe- few people up too. But what do you think about the national anthem? Uh, the, the Australian Rugby League Commission has back flipping on its original decision to uh, to flick it. Our number is uh, text line zero four double seven seven three six seven three six. Prime Minister Scott Morrison got involved. Did he in that discussion as well? Made a, a phone call to the chairman Peter Volandis. Didn't want to make this political. Has uh, listened to the fans who believe that it should be played. A majority of the fans believe it should be played before uh, major events. Uh, hence the the backflip from the ARLC because basically their decision is about and the game is about the fans. But you say a majority. Did they do a Twitter poll? Why don't we do a Twitter poll? Should it be played before every major sporting event? I'm going to put one up. Bex. Okay, they are Twitter poll at Sports Day QLD or at Sports Day NSW. Yep, you can go to either. And uh, yeah, what do you think? Should it be played automatically every major sporting event? Uh, certainly national. Sporting events play the national anthem. You might not like it, uh, and you might think it's it's uh, it's irrelevant and it's it's lost its relevance. I love our anthem. Yes, I love it. I oh, know you do, and that's mm. good. Chris Nelson uh, with a Racing Queensland update soon, and uh, you can call us too. One three hundred forty two fifteen thirty three. Time now for this sports day sports update. Yes, turn unpaid invoices into cash, scottpack.com.au. Uh, the Origin squads, Scotty Sattler, you got them in front of you. Um, I wouldn't say big any big surprises, but, um, yeah, they've been named, and they've named 21-man squads. Yes. I'm not sure if, you know, I, I know that we've got James Tedesco in some doubt. I think most other players are fine. Yeah, they are. I mean, there has been some, uh, I suppose, some surprises in the Queensland signed badge, and that was meant to be expected. Xavier Coates is uh, is on the wing. AJ Brimson named it fullback as well, which a lot anticipated was going to happen with eight, Kalen Ponga. Eight rookies. Um, yeah, yep. well, well, Michael Morgan's not out. He could play there. Valentine, Valentine Holmes is not available. Corey Allen's not available. Mm. AJ Brimson played great footy at the end of the year, so gets to debut. Yeah, Philip Sammy uh, also with his combination in attack and kick returns with AJ Brimson, I think it was really important. Um, there's some usual suspects with Queensland, with Munster and Cherry Evans. Jake Friend won the the number nine jersey. Many thought it might have been Ben Hunt, Harry Grant. Uh, Cohen Hess. Yeah, I, I, I thought. Named in the second ha- row. I thought Harry Grant for mine, and yeah. I do remember that. Uh, he, the kid can play, and we saw that wonderful um, – uh, talent burst onto the scene many years ago, Cameron Smith. That was only and after about, I think, 22 first grade yeah, games. Yeah, similar, similar stage yeah. of his career. Harry would have played a dozen, yep. 15, but a very, very talented player. I thought the time was right, but they've decided to go with Jake Friend and, and the coach and the selectors have their reasons for that. And he's a very good yeah. defender, good player, and he's been in some big games. So perhaps they were worried about, you know, having too many debutants at any chance they could get to players that have some experience, make sure they get a, um, a jersey. Yeah. Now, with New South Wales, uh, it was always going to be who's going to win that centre position. We kept hearing over the last few days it was going to be Clint Gutherson over Zach Lomax. Well, that's the way it has played out. James Tedesco still under an injury cloud uh, and uh, Jack Whiten in the centre position as opposed to playing in the, in the halves. Uh, Daniel Saifidi, Junior Paulo will start in the front row, not Payne Haas, which mm. is to me is surprising. I know that... Um, Junior Paulo played a couple of weeks in the finals. Daniel Saifidi played one week in the finals. But Payne Haas, if I'm playing on the opposition side, I want Payne Haas coming off the bench. And not playing much. I don't want him starting the game because of the amount of momentum that he can create. So 
Um, Boyd Corner in the back row, of course. He picked himself and skipper Tyson Frizzell and Jake Trebojevic in jersey number 13. So mm. uh, Cameron Murray will come off the bench. And Ryan Pappenhausen, as of today, was was pulled out of that game uh, due to injury, a calf injury. Yeah. And um, that means Cody Walker. And we don't know whether Pappenhausen would have been the number 14 jersey. We're going to talk to... Brandy Alexander very, very soon, the assistant coach for the New South Wales Blues. He's in camp, and uh, I'll ask him about that number 14 jersey because Cody Walker has won that. Yes, he sure has. So uh, give us your thoughts on those teams if you want to let us know. Um, We've got a text there as well, Yeah, it's funny, Badge, because in the intro you talked about our national anthem not having enough grunt. Coming up soon. Yeah, Yeah, not having enough grunt. Now, we've got a text, and it came in last night just as we were – coming towards the end of the show and it's uh, I think it's not a bad one for Parramatta fans as well they can weigh in 0477-736-736 this is from Grunter we don't know where Grunter's from but uh, hi boys love the show tune in daily how about them eels huh what do you guys think the eels need to do to change to go to the extra level I'm thinking a backs coach Arthur is known to be a great forwards coach was a manly forwards coach preceding his eels appointment I think we need some speed Arthur's biggest decision, in my opinion, is to choose his support staff very wisely. Also, what players are on the market you would sign if you were the Eels coach? I don't think they need too many players, Badge. I, mm, I think they've got to very there. close. They've got to get someone to be able to work what's going on between their ears, I think, is the biggest the biggest role yeah. for, the, for the Panthers, well, uh, that, for the Parramatta Well, it's the biggest role for Brad Arthur, isn't it? Yeah, He's it is. got them so close, but they've just final at that, fall at that second last hurdle. And I think so, that one looks after the other badge. Um, what players are on the market? I don't think they really need too many extra players. But um, what do you think they need to change? They need to be they need to be emotionally and mentally tougher. Mm, they might uh, need a new left centre, Michael Jennings. Michael Jennings in yeah. a bit of strife there. Um, as as we we're talking about a few weeks ago when we spoke about the sides and where we rated them throughout the year, badge. I still think Mitchell Moses should be moved. Should be trialled at fullback. I don't think he wants the responsibility. I think he's got the speed and the passing game for it. I think it gives him the ability to to maybe look at the game from a completely different angle, a, a more of a wider scope. And uh, I'd play Dylan Brown at seven and, and move King Gutherson up into Ooh, into five eight, where he can stuff. just he can just steer the side around like he does. There you go, Grunter. Yeah. There's uh, there's Sat's ideas on that. Feel free to uh, to get back to us again if you. If you don't think he's right or you you do agree, uh, I've met Origin before and uh, Clint Gutherson, as you said, will be there in the centres for the Blues. Um, there's the documentary that Carl Stefanovic is pushing he wants to do. Brad Fittler has said, okay, earlier in the week uh, it came out that Wayne Bennett said no, don't yep. want them around my players. I think that's fair enough. If he feels that it could be detrimental to his side's preparation, being such a, a young side, and as you said, half the team are deb- debuting, and Christian Welsh has only got one game under his belt, mm. Uh, I think if if he thinks it might affect their preparation, chances of winning, then don't do it, and they have every right to do that. It's a bit, a bit of a shame, but it'd be nice to, to see that fly on the wall doco hit the hit the screens later on this year, early next year. to a little bit like the last dance, the famous mm. Michael Jordan, the Chicago Bulls, and don't think it would touch that, but we know there's a lot of emotion involved in Origin. It would be interesting to see behind closed doors. But what's wrong with having a Blues one? Yeah, absolutely. And, and 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 then of course they're going to play the game, whatever else. But have we can see what goes on there, and they they get to veto to make sure that that stuff that they don't, they don't want out there, secrets and whatever gets cut up and left on the uh, on the floor of the. Uh, they still do that. Do they still use scissors and no? Cut the they don't do that. Reels anymore, together. It's all digital. Um, mm. 
But, but then you know, later on down the track, perhaps they could do a, a Queensland one as well. You know, I think Badge, Wayne Bennett is probably one of the, the very few coaches that has, has the ability for a long-term being able to read the room when it comes to his playing group. Whether he's just doing it because he's being Wayne or whether he actually is reading the room with his young playing group and feeling as though it might be just a little bit too much on their plate. But we do know that the modern athlete loves loves to uh, to be get as much exposure as possible. So, yeah, yeah, courses for courses, but I'd, I'd love to watch it. Even if it was a, like I said, even if it was just a Queensland or just a New South Wales one, I think it'd be really intriguing. I wonder what uh, Ben Hunt thinks, uh, who's named in, what, Jersey 14? 14. For Queensland. We're going to catch up with him uh, pretty soon. They've just finished training and words just come through that uh, Benny Hunt is available to us for a, a chat soon. So we'll get to that break um you know, in a very short while, um, a couple of other things. Oh, the Wallabies, third uh, Bledisloe on the weekend sats, and they've made some changes. Dane Haylett-Petty coming into to full, full back. Um, Jordan Patea is into the starting side. That was a, a pretty obvious one. It is. He was really good when he came off the bench in, in the second game, um, and uh, Hunter Paisami has been moved uh, onto the bench. Uh, he was okay in game one. He just had a few rookie errors defensively. Um, Jordan Pate is really aggressive for a young player. He's got exceptional speed, but really aggressive in everything. And yes, he made a couple of mistakes in the second game, but he did them at speed, which I think you can appreciate for a, for a young player. I'm really looking forward. Now, uh, Matty uh, Tamua's out and um, uh, Eri uh, Simone goes in, but I'm really looking forward to James O'Connor's been injured. You really need experience, but this Noel Alessio, he's an exciting young player and he's a little bit like Jordan Pate. He'll do everything uh, at speed and he'll do it because he's cavalier and some might say, yeah, you've got to be careful. You can't be that cavalier, but, you know, he's a really confident kid, this young kid. I'm really looking forward to seeing how he goes up against the, the might of the All Blacks. Yeah, should be uh, an outstanding game. Can't wa- can't wait for that on uh, Saturday from... ANZ Stadium. ANZ Stadium, yep, yep there you go. Uh, finance that keeps your business moving. Turn unpaid invoices into cash or access funding to build your fleet. Scottpack.com.au. Let's get some racing news now with Chris Nelson. Now on Sports Day, time for a Racing Queensland update. Queensland is racing. Visit racingqueensland.com.au. Yes, the man who's been dubbed the Prince of Queensland Racing, Chris <laughs> Nelson. Hello, mates. Jase, that's by one person and one person only, you. Yeah, well, mate, run with it. It'll open doors oh, for cool. you. Now, we're going to start the day off with some bad news. There's no racing at Kilcoy tomorrow. Well, we've got no racing. We had a couple of days of racing this week with, uh, or non-racing this week in Queensland. We've got another one tomorrow at Kilcoy with all the rain around and the big storms. I don't know what you've got at your place, but I got one last night, and I'm not surprised Kilcoy's been uh, postponed from tomorrow until next Wednesday. So next Wednesday, the 4th, uh, tomorrow's meeting at Kilcoy will be held. Now, mate, you've got a remarkable story about a 61-year-old jockey performance. Yes, well, everyone would be synonymous with the name Cyril Small, of course, who uh, was Bo Rogue's regular jockey. Bo Rogue won 22 races. You would have, I know you're only a young fella, Jase, but uh, you probably were in short <laughs> pants when Bo Rogue was going around. But I think my grandfather Eddie... told me about it, yeah. <laughs> that sounds about right. Anyway, the Gladstone Turf Club uh, put out an SOS last week. They were a bit short of jockeys, and, and uh, Cyril Small jumped in the car, drove seven hours from his home at Talabudgera Valley all the way to Gladstone, 
and rode uh, the first race winner. It was Liberty's gift who went straight to the front. Typical Cyril Small. Catch me if you can, uh, a la uh, Vaux Rogue. And he wasn't able to be run down. So there he is. He's 61 years of age. He's still got his weight down to 52.5 kilos. And he had his first race ride in Lismore back in 1974. So there you go. That's one heck of a career, isn't it? That's incredible. And I can't remember the last time I weighed 52 kilos. Maybe when I was born. I can't remember. Maybe. All right, mate. (laughs) At a pinch. For the latest Queensland racing news, meetings and form, visit racingqueensland.com.au. Get racing. Gamble responsibly. 1-800-858-858. Catch you uh, next week, Prince. Will do. (laughs) Thanks, Joe. Well, no, before we go to the break, Sports Day's performance of the day for Giant Bicycles. We're still riding with you. Sats, uh, Cameron Green has been named in the Aussie one-day squad. Mm-hmm. And the ki- there's, there's big raps on him that come from a lot of media and other sources. But when someone like this gives you a rap, you know that uh, he must be going okay. This is Greg Chappell talking about Cameron Green and saying the best since Ponting. Have a listen. Yeah, it is exciting. This kid can play. He's a serious talent. I, you know, I think he's the, the best batting talent I've seen since Ricky Ponting. What? Um, he's got something special in that he's six foot seven tall. We haven't seen anyone of that size, um, you know, dominate uh, from a batting point of view. And the kid can bowl. So we've just got to be so careful because batting talent like this doesn't come along very often. And we've got to make sure he gets through as a batsman. Six seven. <laughs> How big's his bat? Well, you're not going to bounce him, are you? No. Which true. is a good thing. A bouncer to him will be up around chest tight. He could cut it or hook it. Be like Joel Garner being the, the best batsman in the windy side back in the day. Can you remember how awkward Bruce Reed looked when he came out and batted? Oh, yeah. <laughs> how small the bat looked. <laughs> yeah. a lefty, I hope it's he? not like that. Yeah, no, it won't be like that. He scored 190-odd recently. Yeah. Cameron Green, look out for it. It's going to be for him. It's going to be a great, uh, great summer of cricket. Sports Day's performance of the day for Giant Bicycles. We're still riding with you. We'll get to the break. For Kia, the all-new Kia Sereno has landed. Benny Hunt from the Queensland Origin team will join us very soon. You're listening to Sports Day. Have your say by dropping badge and sats a text. 0477 736 736. That's 0477 736 736. This is Sports Day. We'll be right back. We're back. This is Sports Day for Kia. The all-new Kia Sorento has landed. And red energy for 100% Australian electricity and gas. Yeah, Badge and Sats with you. Now, if you ever get nervous before work, can you imagine how these blokes feel, Sats, uh, going into kind of the unknown, uh, end of season, state of origin, mm. camp and series? Uh, and we've got one of them on the line. We have Benny Hunt. He's about to play his uh, eighth origin game. He was great in 2019. Outstanding. Wasn't he, Badge? Uh, coming off the bench in jersey number 15. Yeah, as you said, uh, number 14, I should say. And um, as you said, Badge, he's joining us on Sports Day. How are you, Benny? Yeah, good, thanks, guys. Thanks for having me on. No worries. Uh, just got off the training paddock. How's it all going in the uh, in the lead up to the first game? Yeah, it's been going really good. Um, we've had a, a few pretty solid sessions now, and um, yeah, I think Wayne's sort of been feeling everyone out over the first few days and working out positions he wants players to be, and he's settled on that today. So everyone's pretty excited. Now, first and foremost, Munster, I think, would have arrived by now. And what state is he in? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the um, Storm boys come in uh, yesterday afternoon. They rolled in, and we had to go straight into the headshots and stuff for Channel Nine and whatnot. So there's a few rough heads getting around between them, but no, the boys are all good. They're you know, they're on on the ground, ready to run today, and yeah, they're going well. 
Yes, good stuff, mate. Now, team name today, uh, you're, you're starting on the bench. I know, you, and you also played, you've started at hooker plenty of times. How did that feel to be named back on the bench as opposed to being the starting side? Oh, it's a little bit of a mix of emotions, I guess. Like, in a way, it's a little bit disappointing because, you know, I really enjoyed playing in that starting side last year and felt like I, I did a pretty decent job. But at the same time, you know, you, I'm excited to, to still be in the team and having a role in the Queensland squad's pretty special. Mm, well, you did play well. And we, we spoke about it at length that, uh, you know, we thought that's your best position. I know you you alternate between there and halfback, so you got a bit a bit covered there. Benny, um, now, you wouldn't have played right through the final series, of course, in another week and a half, so over five weeks. Is fitness going to be a concern for, for you and plenty of other players? Oh, I think it could be, um, you know, for some players and whatnot, but, you know, we've done a fair bit of work and, on conditioning and stuff in all that time. You know, Queensland has done a great job with sending out some coaches and making sure we stay on top of things, but... I definitely think it's going to be a test for both sides that, you know, there's a few players in there that, you know, obviously mm. have had a fair while off. Now, you've had uh, Wayne Bennett as a coach before, Benny. Uh, has much changed with Wayne in, in his coaching? I wouldn't think so. Nah, not at all. Um, you know, I really enjoyed having Wayne at Brisbane and, you know, I was pretty excited to get back in here and, you know, yeah, see what he's got going on and, you know, nothing's changed. He, he's still the same great coach and, demands you know a lot out of his players but all the players obviously respect him and are doing a great job and um, you know he's got us rolling pretty well already. Now uh, seven debutants coming into this uh, first game for Queensland uh, Benny is there one that you've watched throughout the season that you're looking forward to seeing in the the Origin Arena? Uh, yeah I got asked this question the other day and you know, I had a pretty good think about it and, uh, the one for me I'd have to pick as AJ Brimson. Um, you know, just the excitement he brings. You know, the speed he's got. He's just real electric and always around the ball. And you know, even the first few days here at training, he's just obviously shown what he's been doing on the back end of the year for the Titans. And I'm pretty excited to see him out there. Did you have to introduce yourself to a few blokes that you hadn't, hadn't spent much time with before <laughs> coming to camp? <laughs> That's a, one of the first things I said to Dan Gago. It's like, geez, we're the old guys now. You, know, you look around, <laughs> there's, there's young fellas everywhere. And felt like only a couple of years ago, I was one of the young guys. But yeah, it's, it sort of changed pretty quick. Yeah. How is it? How is it having Wayne there and uh, Mel Manning? Would you? Did you get a chance to play under Wayne, or was it Kevy in your first year in 2017 that coached Queensland? Sorry, under under Mel. Uh, I got one game under Mel, uh, my, my debut, but obviously had some time under him in the Aussie squad as well, which was really nice and was good to know what to expect coming into this camp, having having him here as well. It's it's been great. And um you know, Neil Henry as well, he's you know, he's been really hands on Neil with our attack and you know, what we're gonna do. So it's been great to have, you know, such a great trio of coaches, you know, we're pretty lucky. Who, who's really running the show, just between us? Who, who's really in charge? I mean, we know it's Wayne, you know, as coach, and the others are just, <laughs> but is it, is it Mel? Is it Neil Henry? <laughs> uh, like I said, Neil's running a bit of the attack, and uh, the other two big dogs are taking control of everything else. When <laughs> was <I> it? <laughs> Benny, Benny, when was the, the team officially announced internally? When did you know what the, uh, the 17 was going to look like? Yeah, it was about one thirty today, um, um, Wayne told us actually yesterday that you know he was going to you know, let the team know before it came out today, and yeah, he told us all about one thirty that um, you know what the the twenty man roster was. 
Have you had a chance to look at uh, New South Wales 17 yet? And if you have, uh, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I've had a look at it, mate. It's a pretty impressive side. You know, you know, obviously it's you know come off two successive wins, and um, you know they they haven't changed a, a lot. You know, they've obviously got a couple of new guys, but um, the core of their team are are still intact, and you know they're going to be pretty strong this year. Yeah, no doubt. You so you're on the Gold Coast. How's that all going, mate? It's a tough part of the world to be in. Oh, a very tough part of the world. <laughs> so, no, nah, it's a, a beautiful spot, but uh, we're not really getting to see too much of it. It's hotel and training field. We're, we're pretty locked down down here, and um, you know, in a way, it's kind of good. You know, we're getting to know each other pretty well, playing a lot of cards and different games and things with the boys. Yeah. So it's it's been alright. Uh, and we know there's, it, you know, in one way, it must be quite difficult because you you you've been locked away or not able to live your normal lives for so long, and then that extends for another four or five weeks while you're in. Origin camp, so I, I guess this party of Benny's saying, you know, you know I'm, I'm looking forward to this, but I can't wait for it to be over. Yeah, there is a little bit of that. Um, you know, it's been a bit tough for a lot of guys this year, and yeah, coming in here, it's pretty much gone to another level. You know, we can't really do anything at all. We're, you know, we're, we're allowed out for half an hour yesterday to go to the beach and come straight back, so <laughs> that's about mm. all we've had. And, you know, especially for like the guys like from Melbourne and things like that that have you know, been pretty locked down all year. It's, it's tough on them, but you know, they know they're here to do a job and they're excited to do it. So what's the uh, the format around rooming, Benny? Have you got your own rooms or are you room with someone? Yeah, everyone's got their own rooms. Um, a few of the boys are pretty keen on that, but uh, I tend to like a room, mate. You get a bit bored and you just sit up there oh, by yourself. Yeah. I'm the same. I get bored. Get I want to talk yeah. to someone. Absolutely. So that's your, yeah, you I'm all about it, mate. Stats will come and spend a night up there, mate. Just Unless you sure get a roommate that just keeps... Is a punish. And watches movies till 1 or 2 o'clock in the morning, whatever it may be. We've had a few of those. <laughs> just a little, bit off, a little bit off topic here at the moment, but I, 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 while I've still got it on my mind, Benny, um, VB Perfume Ambassador. Now, I want to know whether people have commented to you about how beautiful you smell since that was released. <laughs> oh, I've got a few little comments here and there, but you, know, you can't really wear it out too much. We haven't been allowed to go anywhere. We <laughs> had a, a couple of weeks break there before I come in camp. The only time I got to give it a run. Oh, well, so the wife? You're saying the wife doesn't like it, or? Oh, wife's a fan of wear around just at home all the time. Just you know, get a bit excited. Not, not <laughs> the smell of not the smell of stale beer, is it? VB. Nah, beer. it's nothing like beer at all, mate. Not at all. It's it's quite nice actually. Very good. Yeah, treat yourself. All <laughs> right, well, mate. Well, good luck. Hey, look, uh, and I know you don't have to be reminded. You are massive underdogs for this game. Um, but uh, you know, when you get out there, we're all uh, we're all behind you as uh, as normally we are. Being a Queenslander, and I know all of our New South Wales listeners will be booing as loud as they always do because it's just <laughs> as important, Benny. Hey, thanks for joining us on Sports Day, mate. No worries, guys. I appreciate you having me on. Beautiful, righto. Good luck with the rest of the week, uh, Benny Hunt. There from the Queensland Origin Camp. We're going to take a break. A hot topic when we come back. Uh, we mentioned this off the top of the show, and we're already getting a bit of a response. Uh, should we lock in the national anthem for more all major events? So we get rid of the debate around this, and of course it looked like that was going to be brushed for uh, this State of Origin series, but they've done a backflip, the Australian Rugby League Commission. Back soon, Sports Day. You're listening to Sports Day. Have your say by dropping badge and sats a text. 0477 736 736. That's 0477 736 736. This is Sports Day. We'll be right back. 
We're back. This is Sports Day for Kia. The all-new Kia Sorento has landed. And red energy for 100% Australian electricity and gas. Now, Hot Topic Time. Yes, for Pharmacy Sleep Services, test yourself for sleep apnea. Of course, State of Origin next Wednesday night. We'll all, we'll all be watching and uh, cheering for our team. And we will be hearing this before the game starts, as we, uh, as we do, uh, as we should, as we believe we always should. Here it comes. This is where you start singing, Sats. Stand up. My dad, you got a good voice, Scott. My dad used to always say this. Should no, no one should be allowed to sing the national anthem unless it's Julie Anthony. Ah, is that right? Mm. She was great. That's a, that's a good rendition. Uh, now, there was, a, at some point, there was a decision made not to go with the national anthem. Yes. And I, I don't know if it had something to do with last year during the origin. There was a bit of a furor around some players, Indigenous players, uh, didn't uh, sing along with it, and I'm quite comfortable with that. Well, there's, there's a lot I'm of players not, that still don't they don't sing it anyway. That's right. Not and for I'm, any particular reason. They just don't want to sing. But, it, you know, it was, I guess it was a form of protest or just it, 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 they don't recognise it. And I don't think it recognises our Indigenous people, our, our anthem, and I think it needs an, a massive update. However, um, they, they have backflipped on their decision now, the Australian Rugby League Commission, and it will be played before the uh, the State of Origin. Should it? Should it just be locked in, Sats, that before every big national sporting event, it's played? Absolutely. No matter what the anthem is. Absolutely, I think it should be. Whether it's God Save the Queen or Advance Australia Fair or whatever it is. Yeah, well, we've got a, a few texts here, and thank you for your text, 0477 736 736. Uh, Peggy from Milton, guys, no, they should sing the national anthem, in my opinion. I'm going for Queensland game one. So uh, it has been split down the middle. Um, whether this was a decision from the NRL, uh, whether it was used as a political decision or whether it was trying to, I suppose... Um, Take the pressure off those players that don't support yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Scott Morrison, from all accounts, made a phone call to Peter Volandis, the chairman, and said, listen, don't make this a political decision. We need to to continue with uh, what has been happening over the last, what, 39, 40 years that we've been playing the national anthem. I love our national anthem badge. I love our flag, our national yeah, flag. Yes, so I love our flag, and I'm very patriotic. I love it because it's ours at the moment. Do I agree that we need to... To tweak it and change it, update and, it, yeah, and acknowledge um, those that have gone uh, before you and I and uh, the original owners, absolutely, yeah. And when we do that, and I'm not saying if we do it, when we do that, because I've got no doubt we will, I'll love that also, yeah. I'll Great. love that also. Great so, point. um, yeah, I feel as though we need to play before uh, every national um, national sporting game. Um, I, it doesn't bother me if players do not want to sing it. Um, I do have. I do have concerns and I do have my beliefs around players who want to use it as a political ploy to um, to uh, take a knee, whatever it may be. I've got I've got my own opinions around that. Um, but at the moment, I, I, I like it how it is and I think it should continue. Well, this is what uh, the chairman of the Australian Rugby League Commission, Peter Volandis, had to say. Our decision not to play the anthem was never about politics. We've always been committed to the anthem as shown at the grand final last weekend. The original decision not to play the anthem during Origin was about the rivalry and tribalism associated with the Origin series. Oh, there's more. I don't get that bit, Sats. Um, however, having listened to the public response and given the strong national unity in fighting the COVID pandemic together, the Commission has decided it is important to ensure that unity continues. I'm with you that, that we need to play it. I don't understand that bit of reasoning. I don't know 
the rivalry and tribalism associated with the series. I, I, I don't understand what had that, that had to do with not playing the anthem. However, I think they've come to the right conclusion. Absolutely. Sporty Gav is also Texas, says, Hi, Badge and Stats. I'd like to hear John Williamson sing the national anthem before the Origin Games. And at halftime, Willow sings both True Blue and Walsing, Mat- <laughs> Walsing Matilda. He's done that at a bunch of... Yeah. Uh, Rugby tests, hasn't he? Has he has too, yeah. yeah. Bledders lows and famously done that. I'd in the to crowd too, yeah. wasn't it? It was always love, a really powerful image. I'd love to see it. So are you in favour of the national anthem at all major sporting events or not? Zero four double seven seven three six seven three six. So you don't just need to give us a yes or a no. Are we on we got that on Twitter at Sports Day Q L D and at Sports Day NSW. You can tell us what you think about that. As well. That's our hot topic for pharmacy sleep services. Always tired. Visit your local pharmacy and test yourself for sleep apnea. Before we get to the break stats, you got a text here. You were talking before about Moses, uh, Mitchell, Moses. Mitchell Moses going, you think would be good at fullback. Yeah. I see some traits in his game. I think he'd be very good fullback too. Good speed. But you you, re- you reckon for the Eels, uh, Joker on Jack doesn't agree. No, he says, uh, hey, Sats, I don't know if Moses is uh, fullback is the best move for the Eels. I agree with your assessment and attack, but the guy's defense is questionable at best. Now, Joker on Jack, I'm going to throw to one of the great fullbacks of all time. And what was always your analogy around defending at fullback? If the folks in front can't get him, then what chance am I? No, that was oh, that was the great Puyo Bear, fullback the, the for French. French, great goal kicker. But they reckon sometimes he'd just stand there like a traffic cop and wave and pass and yeah. go, oh, the players in front couldn't get him, I couldn't get him. <laughs> and he'd walk over and grab a cigarette from someone in the stand. And um, Yeah, I, I think he'd, oh, he's got some wonderful traits, that, that speed that he's got and his, and his ball playing. He would be great there, but... Mm. Would Clint would the the swap with Clint Gutherson or Clint so Gutherson I, into the halves? I think Gutherson is just a natural rugby league, but it doesn't matter where you're yeah. playing in the centres well, in we, Origin. You know what? We're going to know more about that when he plays in this Origin series. If he plays all three games in the centres, or he gets moved around, what we a, might know a bit what more I like about, about Moses going back to fullback is I think it's an education badge where you get the best view in the best seat in the house. You get to look at all opportunities ahead of you, take advantage of those. And then, maybe, is it two years' time, you're moving back up into the front line. We see a lot of players have done that over the years, and they've got a greater understanding of what their role needs to be in attack. And you can sl- slot yourself up in the front line as well, yep. you, as uh, as you do. Maybe he is wasted a little bit being so close to the ruck all the time. That that pure speed that, that Mitchell Moses has got, he just doesn't get the chance to use it as yep. much. Um, yeah, I like how you're both thinking there, and thanks for your, uh, your message there, Joker on Jack. Uh, for joining in. This is Sports Day for Kia. The all-new Kia Sorento has landed. Uh, more of your texts after the break. You're listening to Sports Day. Have your say by dropping badge and sats a text. 0477 736 736. That's 0477 736 736. This is Sports Day. We'll be right back. We're back. This is Sports Day for Kia. The all-new Kia Sorento has landed and red energy for 100% Australian electricity and gas. Now on Sports Day, off the text with Badge and Sats. Have your say by texting 0477 736 736. Yeah, keep them coming. Love your texts. Uh, that number again, 0477 736 736. For Aussie made, support local AustralianMade.com.au. Hey, on just what we were talking about, Sats. Got one here from uh, Daryl the Dragon. Mm-hmm. Can't believe the Blues didn't go with Zach Lomax at right centre. Why risk a fullback there? 
It's an interesting one. Mm. Clint Gutherson did play a lot of centres through the junior reps uh, system. And so he's, I mean, he hasn't played a lot of it at NRL level, which is completely different. Defensively is, is an issue, Sats, It's the hardest me. position to defend, I, I, I reckon, for sure. Yeah. That, that and wing. But again, I think Clint Gutherson is one of these players that has just been born to play rugby league. He just knows how to get himself in the right position at the right time. I don't think he'll have any problems He'll be with a sponge it. all week at training. Yeah. But it must have been a difficult decision for them to make, given that they've got Whiten on the left. Mm to play in the centres, and they're looking for a right centre. And Zach Lomax has had such a good finish to the season, and he plays at right centre, and he's a big body. I thought for sure he'd get the nod there, and I, I see where, where Daryl's coming from. So it looks as though the way that it will they'll line up against each other, it'll be Jack White up against Branko Lee for Queensland, and you'll have Clint Guthers up against Dane Gagai on the left for Queensland. Mm. That's a really good matchup. That's a really good matchup. Two players are really, really determined. And Dane um, Gagos played a lot on the right as well, but he had yeah. to play on the left, wouldn't he? Yeah, and, and he's played. Yeah, he's played a lot on the on the left as well when he's needed. He played on the left this year okay. at times for South Sydney. So versatile. Both of them. Yeah, well, both. He's of like them. an old style full centre that can play either side of the ruck. That is just crazy. Mm. Double his pay packet. Yeah. <laughs> okay, badge. I've got uh, Jake from Erskineville. He says. Uh, Reports this afternoon that Sonny Bill Williams will be lured in to try and get Joseph Sawali over from South Sydney to the Roosters. Can you recall the lengths clubs have gone to to sign players in the past? Ooh. Uh, I remember... While you think about that, I remember when I was going down to to, uh, to talk to Penrith. I think it was, yeah, it was 1998. And Roy Simmons drove me around Penrith. And he kept me in the car the whole time when he picked me up from the airport and the air conditioner was just on high and it was on 16 degrees. <laughs> it was beautiful. And he didn't let me get out of the car because <laughs> he knew when I got out of the car, I was going to go, this is the hottest place in the world. So uh, that's, I remember when we were signing yeah, players for the Gold Coast Titans, we used to always drive them along the beach and we used to put them in a helicopter and drive them and fly them along the coastline. Yep. Yeah, used you, to, we used to get the signature pretty much straight after that. Absolutely. You gotta, you've got to show them the, the nice points. I, I was playing in Brisbane, had barely spent any time in Sydney, and I went down to talk to uh, a couple of clubs, and one of those was South Sydney. George Piggins was running the place. Yeah. <laughs> and he, he took me to his place. Is he at, is he at Coogee? Is he at somewhere there right on the, right on the water near... Near, between Bondi, Coogee, that Clavelli area, yep. right, his, his place, just it's beautiful. beautiful like yeah. Two houses back from the, this beach. And, and I just thought, this place is magnificent. And I remember getting home and basically going, what do you think? And I said, oh, yeah, North was okay. And Manly, and oh, how nice is that South Sydney area? And they went, Redfern. <laughs> I didn't go anywhere near Redfern. So, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, uh, got I've got do. another one here for you, Badge. Uh, Peppy from Albury. I love my Storm and Geelong Cats. Hey, right on the border there, aren't you? I have been listening to the trade radio in AFL. Oh. I want to see it in rugby league. Yeah, SEN's. That's, oh, the, that for that's a lot around of the years. draft, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, the trade radio. Uh, it's really interesting to listen to, actually. I want to see it in the, uh, the rugby league, um, Pepe says. Uh, Badge or Sats, if you were a free agent when you were playing and you got drafted to the Warriors, another country, or a club you're not keen on, how would you feel? Yeah, probably not happy. Oh, mm. I guess you'd be trying to get to a club, your club, 
or a club nearby, wouldn't even trying to do a deal there. It must be really difficult for those players, you know, from WA that get drafted to, to Brisbane or Sydney or even, even to Victoria when they want to stay home. And it, it happens all over the place. It's, it's just a reality, though, isn't it? it for some, I think a lot of those players, they, they sacrifice those early years yep. and then try to work out a way, the best players, I think it's, to get themselves home. I think it's, it's a little bit tougher for people with players with families, I think. Young kids are in schools or whatever it may be, and mm. it's all part and parcel but of, the, are you of in, the profession that you take up. So they don't just draft the players that are just, just making their way at a young age into the – the league. If you finish, no, a lot if you of them are. A lot of them are rookies see, coming into their first year. Yeah, but do they have senior players? Like yeah, they've got you've players that are going into a. Uh, you become a free drafts. agent. Yeah. So you go into like a in an NFL draft kind of, and you can do deals with other clubs. And a lot of the times there is, like for example, if you're going to play for the Sydney Swans, or it looks like you want to go to the Sydney Swans, for example. A lot of the clubs sometimes will lay off if they know that you've done a deal with, with that club. I don't want club. to go to the Sydney. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, it would it would be tricky, though. If you've got that's... a young family, it would be tougher. Yeah. Well, but... the, the, the draft was, you know, it, it came in for about five minutes in, in the NRL. Terry Hill fought it, didn't he? He challenged mm. it. And, and because of that, I don't think they'll ever try to go there again because it would uh, that precedent has been set. That it would just It would just... I don't think they could ever get it happening again in the in the NRL, and I I reckon if it got challenged in the AFL, it'd probably get it'd probably get booted out too. But that's the system they've got, and they all they all play under it. Yeah. Um, what have we got there from Cliff from Rainbow Beach? Talking about Origin again, of course those teams have come out this afternoon. Why can't Queensland selectors see Harry Grant is the future? Will mm. they use him in games two or three or both, Sats? Yeah, I, I would have picked Harry Grant. Uh, I said it last night as well. I, I just feel as though that um, he's the closest style. I'm not going to say he's like Cam Smith, but he's the closest style to Cam Smith where he can get out of dummy half. He asks a lot of questions, and that's with a side like Queensland, who I believe are going to really struggle to score points. They're going to have to win their games on the back of just good defence, really good goal line defence. And um, Harry Grant's got a high work rate. Could passing game asked a lot of questions out of dummy half. I think he would have, he would have had a little bit more of a, a trigger point to Queensland. So mm. Jake Friend's great, and if you're going to go in with a defensive mindset, he's there's probably no better player to have there in your side. But when it comes to um, offering a few questions out of dummy half, I think Harry probably offers a few more. Mm. Mm. I think the experience of Jake Friend, I reckon, got him across the line. And, and Wayne Bennett did mention the fact he's played in a couple of grand finals. Um, well, Badge, answer it, me this. If he's played in a couple of grand finals, and I'm not having a go at Jake here, I'm having a go at Origin. This question's about Origin as a whole. doesn't matter how many big games you play, does it still hold you in good stead for Origin? Yeah, it does. It would. Grand okay. finals, yeah. yeah. Yep. Big game, big big event, nervous event, full crowd, everything on the line. That's Origin. It, it, maybe another level, a little bit quicker, and certainly... Um, Everyone aspires to play, but it's it, it certainly would help Jake Friend as yep. opposed to to uh, another player. Uh, okay, Sats, we got um, Ali from Punchbowl. Really excited about the changes at the Bulldogs. Top eight next year. Yeah, what do you I, think? Yeah, they've well, Jack Hetherington, Trent Barrett, uh, possibly Matty Burton. I don't like that they've got rid of Steve Price, but we don't know what's going on there. But uh, no, I don't think I think they'll miss out on the top eight. We'll talk about that as we get closer to it, no doubt. Uh, that was our hot topic for Aussie Made. Shop for authentic Aussie products. This is Sports Day for Kia. The all-new Kia Sorento has landed.
listening to Sports Day. Have your say by dropping Badge and Sats a text. 0477 736 736. That's 0477 736 736. This is Sports Day. We'll be right back. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi-finals. all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.